0: Everybody, and welcome to That's Life, where I had my debut on ESPN this week. And when you know, you know. Good morning, everybody, and thanks for listening. I'm Miriam L. Wallach. Host here at That's Life and the head of social responsibility at Cross River. You can list, you can find me every Thursday right after Allison and right before Yessie's Wigs live lunch. So what am I talking about? If you don't know, and you're one of the four people on the planet who didn't WhatsApp me, text me, or send me a carrier pigeon or any other message, that um, during the Rangers-Hurricane game on Monday night in North Carolina between the second and third periods, while the talking heads, including Mark Messier, were talking about the first two periods and the way the game was going, et cetera. They then had the camera panning on uh, to the crowd and myself and two of my daughters were on ESPN for a solid like three seconds, like a one Mississippi, two Mississippi kind of second. And uh, during that time, I joke that I made my debut on ESPN. It was a, it's, a, it's a one and done there on ESPN. They're not calling me back for any uh, play-by-play or color commentary. That we will leave to Joshua Siegel and the Max, but uh, it was a tremendous amount of fun that we went down to myself and the family went down to North Carolina for Game 7 of the Hurricanes against the Rangers, and the Rangers won handily, or I should say they routed the Canes 6-2. to So that was a fun earlier in the week. The only thing I want to mention, by the way, before doing the national holidays and before doing the... um, the fortune cookie is a little episode that took place on Monday. So Monday was Memorial day. And while we're at the game, as to be expected, they had a moment of silence for, um, all those who had fallen and all those who had, um, you know, given their lives and, and, and served and those who didn't give their lives, but still served here, uh, in the armed forces. And it's pitch. I mean, it's, it's pin drop quiet. It's pin drop quiet in the entire arena, right? It's pin drop quiet in the arena. And all of a sudden, one gentleman sitting way too close to me on the other side of the aisle, just a couple seats in, but very, very loudly screams, let's go Rangers. And everybody shushes him and people are like rolling their eyes and whatever. And very unfortunately, and, and I, I will point this out, he was a tribe member and um, he, he was a member of, of our faith and, um, and everyone's like, you know, like literally booing him literally booing him. And then he doubles down and he like it's still quiet and he goes, "How do you like me now?" And I look at him very audibly and he was a good couple of seats away from me in an aisle and I'm like, "Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy." And he made eye contact with me and I made eye contact with him and and yes, he was at the Marv minion between the second and third periods. And so I'm not mistaken him mistaking him before, you know, it's not, uh, it's not hipster or hussid. It's, you know, it's, it's a tribe member. He was at Marv suffice it to say, my point is, is that folks do not disrespect this country. You don't have anything nice to say. Just keep your mouth shut. But I mean, it, it was such a bad moment. It was embarrassing. It was really, really embarrassing, but don't disrespect this country. No country is perfect. Every country has its problem. Every, everything has its problems. But there's a time and place for everything. And there is a time and place for, for productive dialogue and for productive um, you know, feedback, et cetera, when something isn't going right. But that wasn't it. That wasn't it. And very unfortunately, he was wearing a Rangers jersey. So even if you didn't know he was a tri member, you knew he was a New Yorker. But suffice it to say, the game was amazing. The whole experience was amazing. And, uh, yes, there was a Marv between periods two and three. Let's do the national holidays very quickly. It's National Gun Violence Awareness Day. Yes, June 2nd is National Gun Violence Awareness Day, and certainly we should pay attention to that. It's also National Rotisserie Chicken Day. I don't know about your family, but if I celebrated this every single day, they'd be just fine it's also national leave the office early day yeah let me just tell you i uh i might have made mention of this yesterday in cross river so if people are um celebrating that day at cross river well then frankly i apologize let's do the nat- let's do the fortune cookie let's do it quickly okay i would do it quickly except i don't know how to open a fortune cookie hold on here we go here we go Ooh, i cracked this one too much a way out of a financial mess is discovered as if by magic. What? A way out of a financial mess is discovered as if by magic. All right, I'm not feeling this, especially because there's an exclamation point in here and those kill me on the site. What is, you know, Why is there an exclamation point in a fortune? Come on, guys, let's do better. Let's do better. You're listening to That's Life here at the Nahum Siegel Network, and summer is around the corner. There are plenty of parents who are still looking for fun, safe, exciting, uh, Go, let's go back to safe, opportunities <laughs> for their kids this summer. And I I reinforce safe for a number of reasons, and I'm sure we're here, we'll here hear more about it. But David Cutler, director of NCS, NCSY Summer, not only a friend of the network, but a personal friend. We love the Cutlers. The Wallachs and the Cutlers are really, you know, it's it's a this is one of those relationships that started from work that has really morphed into a, into a lovely friendship and we appreciate the Cutlers very much, and uh, and I welcome David this morning. David, good morning.
1: How are you? Good morning. How's everything? Everything Thank you for the uh, opportunity and for the wonderful friendship. Uh... Very much mutual. Thank
0: you. Well, it's absolutely our pleasure. And of course, shout out to Tansman, because you and I both know if we don't mention Tansman at least once during this interview, he's 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 going to be annoyed. Yeah, he's going to be upset. So we we did it. We mentioned Tansman, and now we can go on with the interview. So, David, I mean, I imagine every Israel program is book solid. And it's June. I mean, I get it. It's June, right? And you're like, well, Miriam, if they're not booked by June, what were these parents doing? Or what's wrong with our programs? But you're book solid.
1: We are booked out. To be honest with you, it's uh, you know for good and for bad. the The world is a pretty of a crazy place right now. With between inflation and the demand for tourism in Israel, even the kids that registered late for our programs don't even have flights yet, 100 percent, because things work. are just that that bonkers. But um, truthfully, we couldn't. At this point, the only program we have a couple spots on our colo program. In theory, if we can get a flight, and on our basketball jump shot program. Everything else in Israel is, is completely sold out and
0: so. I, you know, it's funny, when, or not, ha ha, funny. But in the last couple of summers, you've quite been dealt the hand, right? And now, now you're dealing with a different problem, which is out of your hands. Which is, you know, the the flight problem, and and these airlines and the constant cancellations. There was a recently, uh, you know, I know a number of people had issues right before Pesach, and all these crazy stories about people not being able to get down to Florida, not being able to go meet family, et cetera, et cetera, and the different lengths that they that they made the different options that they took in order to make their Pesach plans happen. What have you incurred or what problems have you guys had so far?
1: So thank God, to be honest with you, we, we do our reservations not only a year in advance but a year and a half in advance our our most of our hotels are already booked for next summer believe it or not i know well, that sounds a little bit crazy no this is not um, crazy but, for this is not yeah. crazy
0: for the guy who finishes yeoman CSY and all yeah. of a sudden sends naham a calendar invite for the next yeoman CSY to make sure he has it on his calendars yeah, so, so
1: yeah so, so 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 thank god so our, our biggest issue really is now with the last minuteers mm. where we have to make decisions in march of what we're keeping and what we're not and so we did. And now people are, because of the, again, because of everything, the vaccine requirement got changed and right. people just want to go to Israel and people want to come. So they're, our biggest issue now is the last minute or so. We are, we're taking whatever flights we can. We're adding, we're fighting for every hotel room, every seat on a bus, expanding our bus sizes, like everything we possibly can. Um, and e- even here in the US, our programs are jam packed to the point where we're, a flight that would have cost four or $500 normally, we're paying eight $900 Ugh. for now um and we're we're doing what we have to do we we believe very strongly in our mission and we believe that a, a kid coming on of one of our programs is going to change their lives uh and therefore we're doing whatever we have to do expand we literally most of our buses and our programs either doubled or tripled our give west program on the west coast uh, doubled in size our europe program <laughs> doubled in size uh, our israel programs like i said are just jam. We have a second campus for Colel this summer. No way. Uh, last year we had 360 boys on Colel This year we're at a double year. This year we're at almost the same numbers on, on what's quote unquote a regular year. So it's um, it's crazy. Thank God.
0: That's unbelievable. And you know, I I mentioned it in the intro. I mentioned safety more than once. And there are there are plenty of stories of of David Cutler going to tremendous lengths. And I should say in general. Um, you know the NCSY Israel program is going to tremendous lengths to ensure people's safety, the camper safety, this the faculty, this the um, the counselor safety, everybody's safety. But what are you looking at? this year sort of more differently than you have in the past. I mean, we're not we're assuming at this point that everybody's vaccinated and if you're not vaccinated, well then you got other problems. But if you you know, you have you have the vaccinations taken care of, right? Check. So what are we looking at in terms of is it the general safety or is it, you know, an uptick in something else like what are we looking at?
1: So it's a combination of both. You're right. We we take medical and mental health safety by by far is a, by our most important thing, but there's nothing even close. So we actually have four mental health professionals that are on our our staff full time for the summer. Two in Israel, two in here in the states. Uh, we have a medical director in Israel. Even though, again, hopefully COVID is for the most part gone and we're you know we're we're certainly coming out of it. We still have a medical director on on the ground. Uh, we've we've upgraded our our medicine, medical in Israel to telehealth as well. Wow. So we have, no matter where we are in Israel. We always have a, a video call with with you know, English speaking, uh, like, you know, good doctors, um, and we're we're treating this. We we didn't really even have to adjust, you know, except that, again the COVID vaccines and and the testing requirements, which are now for the most part gone. We've always taken our our health and our physical safety uh, to the extreme, to the point so we're we're always prepared with our with our armed guards and our medics and everything else. We haven't had to uh, had to shift except for. Again, we because we did everything in advance. You know, we worked with the companies we have to work with and, and got them lined up. We're just paying a lot more, like everyone else is, for everything <laughs> that we're doing. But we're, but our medical, you know, we even have somebody Israel and Israel this year full time on the ground, a full time EMT, behind the scenes that is dedicated to any kids or staff members that get sick in Israel. It's this person's job the entire summer. It's their full time job basically to make sure that everyone is taken care of and that there are no issues with anybody in any hospitals or getting sick or whatever it is, this person's sole responsibility is to make sure that everyone is taken care of. Uh, if God forbid they get sick and, and so on and so forth. So wow. we're, it's always our top priority.
0: Wow. How many, how many campers um, do we still call them campers? I mean, they're, they're high schoolers,
1: campers, wires, kids, teens. It's all good.
0: Okay. Okay. So how many campers do we have this summer?
1: We are including our end of the summer ches admissions,
0: which we're going to talk uh, about. Which are
1: also, our newest thing, which are going great. We are just around twenty five hundred.
0: <gasps> David Cutler, that's
1: yeah,
0: amazing. That's amazing. By the Baruch way, God. first of all, Baruch Hashem, totally hundred percent. Second of all, there is a. I mean, talk about coming back stronger than ever. You know, they're they're they're. <laughs> I'm not going to remind you of your summer two years ago. I don't have to do that. I'm not going to remind you of your summer last year, but either way, look at the summer this year.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really, it's, it's, uh, we, we are very blessed. We, again, our programs are very, very meaningful, very impactful. And people, again, want to get out and they want to, they want to have an impactful, meaningful, fun experience. Um, and there's no one that staffs a program with the, again, the staff to kid ratio or there's you walk away from one of our programs with, with something special and having changed. And that that's really the key. It's not, you're having the blast and you're meeting people and, and our programs are international. So you're, you're not just, not that New York and New Jersey is a bad place. I'm proud to live in New York, but you're going with kids from, we have kids from, from all over the world, and from Canada, and from and from from London, and from from, from South America, and
2: wow.
1: and everyone's together, and everyone's one big Jewish family, which is exactly why we going you know, to have our big Yom CSY program, which we expect to have our our biggest crowd ever by far, over 3,000 people expected this year at Yom CSY with Mordecai Shapiro, and uh, it's just going to be. It, we're very proud of what we do, and that people really want to spend the summer with us, no matter where we are, whether it's in the West Coast, in Baltimore, in Israel, in Europe. Uh, and we're just expanding and working now also with Cam Cayley with our impact program here in the States also, which are also our the program also jam packed. So it's uh, thank God.
0: Good for you guys. Really good for you guys. Summer.ncsy.org is where you find your information. I, I mean, I'm going to make jokes really about registering for next year. We'll do that. We'll do that in a few minutes, but let's talk about the HES admissions. What was the inspiration for the HES admissions and how are the different locations, you know, decided upon?
1: So the inspiration really was twofold. Um, number one, there's a there's definitely a break between the end of the summer and school that right. people struggle with to uh, to really fill their time. Uh, and number two, let's be serious that not everybody can afford to go on a very very expensive program for four to six weeks over the summer. And some some kids are either by choice working or because they have to work as you know in a day camp or the like. Right. Uh, and therefore, why not make a program that's one week? Uh, and again, fills our our initiative and our mandate of being impactful and meaningful. So you're going for a week towards the end of the summer on a meaningful chesed mission uh, and ending your summer on a high in a very, again, a very meaningful way. But also, if that's what your parent is comfortable, you know, the parents have the resources to spend that, that's great. We're even subsidizing those missions because we believe, again, in, in making this affordable for the community. So it really it's important for us that people be able to go on our programs, whether you're going on an expensive program or, quote, unquote, a more affordable program. Uh, so it really was a matter of there's time at the end of the summer that people need to fill. Uh, and also we wanted there to be an affordable option for the kid that didn't have the opportunity or the kid that really was working. This is a chance for them to go on on, 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 a, on a program at the end of the summer for a week and, and really have a blast.
0: That's amazing. And where, where, where are the options? I should say, what options are still open?
1: So, the options that are open, it's a good question. Uh, we're, we literally just re- reviewed the list today. The most popular option is Puerto Rico. That's obviously. Uh, mm, the most who picked
0: that option. one, Tansman?
1: Um, <laughs> what's that? Yeah, seriously. So, uh, that, that seems to be the most popular one, thank God. So, one of them is full and one of them still has some room. Uh, and then we have other The other opportunities are, are New Orleans or Iowa and Houston, Iowa, uh, Iowa. Yeah, I was just again, it was it was it's because there's opportunities there. And to be honest with you, it's a little bit of an affordable, you know, depending on where you're going. That's a little bit more affordable. And they need yeah. us. These we work with our we have we actually have a separate Chesed uh, relief missions department. We have a relief run by Rabbi Eitan Katz. We started a number of years ago. Uh, working with all the different schools in uh, in the New Jersey area—that's how it started. With just running uh, Chesed admissions for a few days, like usually from like a Thursday to a Sunday, I think it was with the Jersey schools. And it became such a popular, wonderful thing to do that we now have a separate department just dedicated to relief missions. They actually have kids in Romania right now
0: uh, working with Ukrainian refugees. I just heard about refugees. that. I just yeah, heard yeah. about that.
1: One hundred percent. So they're they're doing such a because people. People want to do things that are fun, but they also want to do things that are meaningful. They want to spend their time in a meeting. You can see how, how the how has the Jewish community reacted and and, and and helped out the Ukrainian, you know, Jewish community over the last number of months. So we have so many boys and girls that also really care about doing, you know, meaningful things. Uh, so therefore, the chesed options are just a wonderful opportunity to do that. Um, and therefore, so we're going to, again, the places, again, Houston, Iowa, New Orleans, Puerto Rico. Uh, the place is on tap. And some most of them have a couple spots left. but again, we're 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 closing it out at the end of next week. So everyone, basically wherever we're at by the end of next week, that's where we're closing
0: and and the um the the programs when they get on the ground, the the activities that the kids are, first of all, I should just mention that, airfare is taken care of, accommodations are taken care of, there's minion, there's food, like everything is taken care of in that bottom line for these class admissions per person. Correct. Right. I want to make sure parents are clear on that because, you know, in the conversations that that ensue, and I have teenagers, the question is always, how can that number be including airfare? Well, it includes airfare, it includes everything. So right. we, the
1: we have because we're subsidizing it,
0: right? <laughs> <laughs> right. So the right. So the short answer is thank you to the OU and to NCSY for making uh, these opportunities viable for parents and certainly viable for kids. But what are they doing when they get on the ground?
1: They're literally volunteering, again, depending on the location. They're literally spending most of their there's, there's some fun activities of their own, but this this is a chesed mission. They're spending seventy percent of their time. Uh, just volunteering, whether it's building houses, whether it's uh, cleaning up different areas, it's uh, you know, literally just giving back to the community that they're in and helping out in whatever way they they, they can. And uh, it's it's a very special way to spend your time. But you're, it is fun. And you, of course, if when you're there for Shabbos, also you're spending Shabbos is obviously not fun doing work. So it's there. But at night, you're doing you know again at night is mostly fun and different kind of activities. <laughs> right. Uh, but there's also you know you're learning about Chesed. You're learning about why we do Chesed. Why we as Jews. You know, why, why do we spend our time this way instead of just, you know, for ourselves? Why are we giving back to the Jewish community this way? So there's definitely a learning component there as well about Tikkun Olam and the, and the like. Um, and it's just uh, you're spending the large majority of your time, again, depending on which location and what they need. Uh, you know, just volunteering and giving back to make sure to help the communities that have been affected.
0: You know, it's funny because I, I, I want to make mention for a second that. Um, that the Wallachs themselves are sending two kids on on Jolt Israel, and we're very excited for our kids to be to have the opportunity to spend the summer with Rabbi Noam Weinberg and his entire team. This this program that started just was it five years ago? Yeah. Five years ago, started five years ago. I had a Walla kid on that uh, that pilot trip, shall we say, and it's grown into this unbelievable program. And I have kids going on the Chesed missions as well, and and we're very proud of it. We're proud of our association with NCSY, both personally and professionally. But we're 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 putting our money where where our mouths are because. Because it's good for our kids, and I know and I feel blessed that we're able to give our kids this opportunity. I'm not minimizing that in the least bit, and NCSY is always great about providing scholarships and subsidizations for, for families that need it within reason, etc. I mean, you know, that you guys are great about that. But, but the, just to keep in mind for a second, and David, you and I both know this, and I know this is something that Nahum and I have discussed numerous times, is what happens to teenagers when they don't have anything to do for the summer.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's it's the worst case scenario. It's, it's what we really try to avoid like crazy. And you should know we you know you talk about scholarships and subsidies and OU and NCSY, we could easily take half to three quarters of the kids that we do and run a uh, run a profitable operation that would be much easier, much mm-hmm. smaller, uh, you know, leaner and meaner, as they say. <laughs> Uh, but it's just not what we do at all. Right. We, over half of our kids need scholarships. We're giving out, forgetting about the public school kids for a second, which is a different story. But just in the Yeshiva Day School scholarships alone, we're giving out well over half a million dollars, wow. um, just so kids can go on a program like Jolt and like Kohl and like giving uh because the kids, the kids, especially in these this day and age, the kids need this very much. What's yeah. going on in our, our world the last couple of years? The kids need this. They need the socializing. They need the learning. They need the impactful experience they're having. Uh, and we're very proud of the fact that we have a, a program for a kid who's literally experiencing his first Shabbos in the world. Um, not in the world, but as experiencing yeah, his understood. first Shabbos as a Summer Shabbos individual because <laughs> right. they're not newborns. Um or <laughs> someone who's been, you know, from from their whole lives and is going to uh like kolal or Give or whatever it is, but also is being inspired in a very special way. And everything in between and whether you want to go and tour the land or learn in the land or go again, especially, you know, go through Europe and go to or spend, you know, camp sports in Baltimore where you're learning and playing sports. And they're just we're very proud of our diversity, that there's something for everyone. Um, And the fact that we're really trying our best to make sure that we can include everybody from all different backgrounds financially. You know, we, we really try our hardest to make sure no one's getting turned down because of finances. We really spend a great deal of time fundraising um and working with all all kinds of we have a lot of unfortunately parents who are divorced parents who are ill parents who are in so on and so forth and and everyone feels comfortable turning to us and saying listen no we we want our kid to go on one of your programs and we're very proud of that
0: so david for parents who are still interested in opportunities they can go to summer.ncsy.org and for people who are listening who want to support a kid who wanna who want to do their part to help NCSY and the OU send more kids on incredible programming for the summer? Where do they go?
1: So they should really honestly they should email summer at ncsy.org. They should email summer at ncsy.org. It goes right to myself or Elliot. Um, and, and like I said, we're we're raising so much money for kids to be able to go on these programs. Programs are expensive. Right. Uh, but they're no longer the opportunity. They're no longer the luxury that they used right. to be. Kids staying home for a summer. There are so many kids that would actually like to stay home for the summer and do nothing. <laughs> right. And I can't tell you how, how unproductive and how what a disaster that would be for kids to do that. Parents have to realize that even if it's not one of our programs, but kids being home and, and being idle yep. is, is the worst possible thing for that to happen. And that's why we work as hard as we do. Uh, To to really not turn away as many kids as we possibly can. Like I said, it'll be easier for us to be smaller. (laughs) And uh, but we're, you know, like I said, we're 2500. I hope I hope you'll have me back on in a few years. And I hope to tell you, we'll be at we'll be at 5000. That's our goal is to be at 5000. In a few years from now, David, That's, that's our goal.
0: It wouldn't shock me in the least bit. Yeah, that's our
1: goal. We believe that we have to grow and not because we want to or because I get paid by the kid or there's no grant. or. How many times do you get that question? What's
0: that? (laughs) How many times do you get that question?
1: Oh, my gosh. I get questions like, what do you do the rest of the year? Oh, love
0: that. It's like, yeah. No, it's my favorite is, what does Nachum do after 9 o'clock?
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's there's that. There's no preparation. There's nothing.
0: He just wakes up. He starts a show. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. exactly.
1: So it's uh, no. So we're we're so proud of of what we do. And and again, it's all because of the wonderful staff that are educated. You know, educators that that really make up our staff members and the devoted staff members that we have. Uh, They're wonderful. They work on this all year round. They're all. Most of them are part time people who work on this full time, um, and they're just the most wonderfully dedicated talented people who care, just care about these kids. That's all we're there for. We're not there for anything else except for to impact the lives of these kids. And I I give all the credit in the world to our parent company, the Orthodox Union, who makes this happen. Um, And to the NCSY organization as a whole for caring about yeshiva kids, day school kids, all kinds of kids you know what I'm saying it's uh, and, and younger older we're, still, we're branching out now our kids now we're already taking kids now after fifth grade with our impact program wow um and we're, and we're to the left to the right it, it's um <laughs> or Hashem. We're, it's re- it's really wonderful it's really we, and, I, and I, I hope that we're in Zoha to continue to grow and to continue to impact everyone and we do need the community's help right we do need help we're looking and we're, one thing we're working on now is follow-up programming during the year we just we just had a meeting about the idea of what can we? How can we expand our, our follow-up program during the year? We're going to work very closely with schools and communities. We're working something on very special, perhaps for Shabbat
2: Shuvah,
1: mm. uh, Motzei for teenagers, uh, to perhaps do something all across the country for Shabbos is a very popular, and everyone wants to go to a Shabbat Shuvah Joshua, and Everyone wants, but there's nothing really for teenagers on a Shabbos Shabbat right. like So maybe Motzei Shabbos we do something uh, a very meaningful program. I follow a program if it's right after the summer and do, you know, we're working on something like that. So these are ideas that we're working
0: on. Beautiful. Summer.ncsy.org. David Cutler, Elliot Tansman, everyone, everyone at NCSY Summer, call vote to you. We look forward to seeing you please God, at Yom NCSY. And we certainly look forward to hearing about camper number 5,000
1: god willing and we hear we look forward to the wallace having a great summer along with all the other uh 2400, 2498 campers <laughs> and
0: uh
1: it's gonna be phenomenal Amen. We, we appreciate your support you got uh, it god willing we're very excited thank
0: you thank you david
1: be well take care
0: take care you've been listening to that's live here at the nacham seagull network a full afternoon of programming continues just after the conclusion of this show it's a live lunch Oh, sorry. It's a live. Yes, yeah, the live lunch hosted by <laughs> Yossi Wag. I'm so confused. Hosted by Yossi Wag. And then, of course, the programming continues all afternoon. Join Nachum tomorrow. Oh, and of course, I'm sorry, Mark and Kedem, the Arab of Shabbat show hosted by Mark is at 7 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow morning. Join Nachum as he hosts JM in 6 a.m. in the morning. Joined by Malcolm Holmlein at 740 in the morning. For the weekly update, and of course, the day continues. Don't touch that dial, so to speak. The the virtual dial, or the digital dial, as the case may be. Matze Shaba Saturday Night Seagull, hosted by Avrami at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Matis, J.M. Sunday. Oh, my gosh. I'm just going through. <laughs> this is what happens. You just go through things, and you stop paying attention to the fact that, yeah, It's Yontiv. It's Shavuos. There will be no Saturday Night Seagull. There will be no J.M. Sunday. There will be no programming on Monday either here in America because it is a quote-unquote three-day, not a three-day. It's a Shabbos plus a two-day. We can have this argument another time. But either way, Nahum will be back Tuesday morning. I cannot believe I just forgot about Shavuos. Hi, everybody. We are closing today with Eitan Freilich. Why? Because this week, I tell you, I I promise you, is Great American Brass Band Week. And Eitan Freilich brings in all these instruments that make me feel like there's a brass band going by. That's life, everybody. Chag Sameach and Good Shabbos. Bye, guys.